how did the opportunity for you to join the bill as a regular come about and you'd done the three guest parts i mean you were only a teenager when the bill was beginning when did it, when did it start what year 84 84 yes pre-o levels yeah <laughs> was it on your radar at all had you seen it as a viewer before yeah. you came to work on it yeah definitely i'd seen it i didn't follow it it, uh, it wasn't, I was more of the age of neighbours rather than the bill. <laughs> um, so I didn't like watch every episode, but definitely, I, yeah, I'd, I'd watched it, yeah, quite a lot. And then how did I, I, I got parts on it. So one, uh, I remember Michael Offer gave me the first one where I was a, a sort of, not hired, I was a, a servant to this very rich, I can't remember if they were Greek or Arabic uh, a couple mm. and they mistreated me and I escaped so I was an indentured servant from India who'd come and I didn't speak much English and my Bengali wasn't great but I managed to kind of put together bits of Bengali and English in there and then I played a barrister and I remember that was a real laugh I loved that because all the all the regulars were in the court for whatever yeah. somebody had died or something that's right um, and uh, and that was great fun. I really got on with everyone. I think that was the one that maybe put me on the radar for a regular, because I had such a ball. I'm, I'm very sociable, so I just really enjoyed chatting to people. And they were so it was such a huge company of actors, and they were so welcoming and generous and nice. And yeah, that's a great, it's called Inquest that episode. And you had great head to head with Eric and Peter Ellis, like all the heavyweights. Uh, maybe that's it yes so I had to yeah you see I've forgotten yes and so because of that I was in the I was in with the regular cast just for that week but they were really generous and you know I was young and they were very supportive of me doing it how did it come about for you to join as Jamila uh, I think I went for god it's a long time ago I think I was 26 uh, and uh, I went for an audition with Michael Chapman, the producer at the time, um, and maybe a couple of the other producers. It felt very bespoke. It felt like they were looking for a new member of the team and it wasn't specific. So it felt like they were looking across the board. Because often in these things, you know, you have your one Asian character, your one black character, uh, your one older woman, your one younger woman, that sort of thing. But Sita Indrani was already on there which is unusual suddenly in, in 1996 that they're looking for, a, I went in, I thought, oh, I'm never going to get this. So I think they were just looking for somebody new and then they offered it to me. It's interesting you say that because your, your, back, your character's backstory is literally given in 10 seconds. In, <laughs> yeah. in, in, in an opening sequence with Graham Cole, you're in a passenger seat and you talk about being a rejoin. And that you've, uh, you've, forgotten. Yeah. And it's literally told in 10 seconds. And then you're on a foot chase. Uh, so that's, I suppose, the, the challenge, isn't it, of how you bring this real person into... Because yes. so, I think at that time, you know, the, the bill being on three times a week, it must have been yeah. such a challenge for the writers and scheduler. Nigel Wilson sends you his very best wishes. Oh, how lovely. <laughs> he, 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 he described you as a supremely talented person. And to send you his very best wishes. Oh, thanks, Rachel. Uh, yeah, because he um, he he was he sent me the twanky Christmas card, <laughs> <laughs> so he was pleased to hear I was talking to you. Because um, 
What I like about Jamila as well, I mean, to me, the, the character really came to life when she joined CID on Attachment. Yeah. And what I like about that storyline is that she's there on merit. She's there because she's a good officer. She's not there because of the colour of her skin, which could have been lazy storytelling. They never went there, actually, which was brilliant. It was brilliant. That was never anything to do with anything. I was a cop. Yeah. Yeah. And that Ray Ashcroft was my uh, DCI or DI? DS. Yeah, DS, who probably should have been a DI by that point, which I think is why he put so much fury into his performance. Yeah, yeah. How funny. I saw him for the first time when Life of Pi was on in Sheffield because he lives up there. And and he came to the opening night and it was so lovely because I that those two episodes I did, I think, was it Breach of Trust? Is Absolutely that right, yeah. And I loved it because that was my pop. That was my uh, episodes that I got to really play in. And he was so... Everyone at the Bill was so generous. That's what I really loved about it. That's why I'm so fond of it. People were from all walks of life, all kinds of sort of experience levels, and everyone was generous. Well, uh, Ray, actually, when I asked him which his favourite storyline was, that was his favourite. Uh, oh, was it? He, How lovely. And he really enjoyed working with you and, oh. and praised you. Oh. Um, so, yeah. Oh, that's that's yeah, mutual. Take a, <laughs> take a bow. I mean... <laughs> Describe a day in the life of making an episode from your perspective. Like, where were you living in London to get to Merton? And take us back to, to 1996. Where was I living? So 1996, I wasn't married. We were living in a, a two-bed flat in Streatham, me and Adrian, Streatham Hill. And I'd have to drive about half an hour very early in the morning to get to Merton, uh, get a bit of breakfast, uh, go to my dressing room, which I shared with Lisa Gagan. Oh, lovely. Um, I used to really love uh, putting, I think did we probably did makeup first, I imagine. Went to the makeup and, and, and lovely young women in there who would uh, we'd all chatter away and, and, you know, start the day. And I'd love putting my uniform on because you put your character on with the uniform and the uniform was so specific. You know, those sort of flat shoes and the totally uh, sort of asexual trousers. Yeah. Skirt to start with and then trousers. And then all of it, and then you'd put your coat on, and it was just great. You felt like you were putting on this armour of who you were going to be. Um, and then it was madness. You know, there were these three units, sometimes four. You didn't, you, you'd read all the scripts, but you were like on yellow, then red, then green, and you, you thought, is this the rape? Is this the murder? Is this the burden? Which one are we? And you'd zoom in, you'd shoot it. You, you know, it was, I mean, Nigel did an amazing job because then you'd just be moving between these shifting parts with these really like directors from great experience to starting out that's what was amazing about it you work with every level of person and the detail of uh, the actors who'd been there for a long time like i'm really good friends with andy paul and trudy goodwin and libby davison the detail people brought even when they'd been there for a long time it was the passion with which they dealt with no this doesn't work this bit of the story isn't right really taught me a lot. It was like being in repertory theatre. One of your first uh, big episodes is one opposite Eric. It's called Holding On. Um, it's a bit of a ridiculous story with a, with a married couple losing their baby to get attention. Um, oh, okay. but, but, but you and Eric give it such conviction. But you, you can also, I can tell that 
Eric is perhaps slightly irritated by the by the story. <laughs> um, there's even a moment where Cryer has to chase after a car which drives off and he can't get it. But Eric is actually faster than the car, so he actually he could have actually stopped it moving. And, and it kind of sums up the, the story a little bit for for me watching it. Um, so it was quite a, it was quite interesting rewatching that. But then you really suddenly you've got a string of episodes where you really come to life because it was a bit of a slow burn for you wasn't it it was a bit frustrating in terms of I think they didn't quite know what to do with me so the episodes I had good episodes I had sort of middle episodes and then there was a lot of treading water which is why I only stayed two years I I always thought I wouldn't stay ages because I was young and I thought I want to do everything but I, I got a bit bored I'm also very impatient. <laughs> so I'm sure it's not their fault, but I did get a bit bored by the fact that I was there, but not really active. Yeah. And when I left, it was hilarious. I think I, I left, I didn't leave like quickly. I gave them notice and everything, but I think I was dealt with in the same way as as this 10 second arrival. I was like, oh, where's Jamila? Oh, she left. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was that. Yeah, it's it's an extraordinary time. Like Andrea Mason doesn't get a, a an actual proper send off at that time. Oh my god, either. Andrea didn't, and no. she was in everything. Yeah, wow. yeah, um, and it's it's such a as a as a fan as people who you become invested in these characters. You know, that's why I love the bit. I love it for me. It's about the regular characters, which is why a story like Holding On, which is the baby one, doesn't work for me because. Yeah you know it's it's very exposition heavy and it doesn't give you or eric a, a chance to shine then you get the one like an englishman's home with susan jameson where you you, you do and and hugh you and hugh higginson are, are great in that because your characters are on opposite sides of the fence and you and, and they get the opportunity to say so which is fab yeah yeah and then whoever came up with this of teaming you up with Billy Murray, it's an episode called Royal to the Last. <laughs> oh my God. It's, it's like a combo we didn't know we needed, but <laughs> it, it's genius and it's a glorious episode. Uh, Billy Billy and I, there was a scene that I think was ten pages long in the in the in the canteen. Yes. And that that scene, poor Billy. I mean, we've all had it where there's a bit that you you've learnt it. But there was a bit that he couldn't get right. So we did that scene uh, so many times. And the more you get it wrong, the more you get a thing in your head, oh, there comes the bit that's going to go wrong. <laughs> and he was sweating and red. I was like, oh, come on, we could do it, we could do it. Because he had the, all the driving lines. I mean, oh, I remember that. And he was so sweet afterwards. I mean, I was so relieved when he got it. Cause she just thought, oh, okay, we can breathe now. <laughs> yeah. Stressful. Yeah, and uh, Nicola Duffett's uh, the guest star in that one and you have you have some nice scenes together because uh, it must have been because you know you, you were young yourself so you must have still been learning when, when you're working with different people each episode totally totally and the cameramen were brilliant they'd just give you a just you know i mean they have to anyway just move out the way of the shot but they'd also just go if you try this and you try that they were i mean everybody because it was fast and it was furious but the stories were generally good and also everyone was there trying to make it better if it didn't quite work it had that feeling of yeah let's just let's just do it you know the cameramen were all on their feet move it was very light on its feet and everybody wanted it to be as good as it could be even though it was like right we've got to get on to the next in the very next episode so actually so that, that must have been a good week of transmission for you um it's gentleman jim that's when you move into cid for the first time with mark wingett yeah uh, 
gosh, you're bringing it back. <laughs> uh, and I laugh out loud. You have a cracking bit of comedy timing. Um, in the interrogation scene, Jim's playing a little trick on this guy to, to open up. And he said, uh, what did you get for this, uh, Jim Miller? And you just say, oh, life. Right, who's the tea? Uh, I'm not doing it anywhere near as justice as you did it, but it is a cracking, uh, it's, it's the light and the shade. Um, and and what, I, what I love about Jamila, they've got a line in it where uh, Jeff Stewart says uh, to you that, uh, oh, are you DCI yet? Because you've, you've solved this riddle that everyone's dismissing at the start and you've actually come across this quite big case and it's yeah. all hands on deck. And you play her with such humility. She's not cocky. She's not arrogant about this this position she's in she's a grafter uh, yeah. she's very humble and I, I love that element of the character and the way you performed her because um, oh, I think later on the bill in the noughties was about the more sensationalist storylines and the sensationalist characters it changed right yeah it did it, it definitely changed course and I was at the tail end of when it was its initial original um, thing that that it wasn't about us it was always about what was going on in the community it yes. was never about us and that I loved that actually there was a pride in that with the regulars that that sense that it wasn't about the relationships between the police and this that and the other it was absolutely about them you had, you had a great storyline with uh, Trudy. It was called Animals. It's about dogs being mistreated in dog fighting. And uh, I, I rewatched that one the other day. And, you know, when you think Trudy had been in the series for 13 years by that point, she's still got such conviction for yeah, what she's doing. Such a good actress. Oh. Such a good actress. And so a real um, ambassador, a leader. She's a leader without without... She doesn't leave an imprint, but she used to, we used to call her Dame Trudy just because she was so gracious and genuine, and she she still is. I mean, she's she's just brilliant, yeah, and works so hard. Never let never let the side down at all. I, if she'd had a bad day, if you'd heard afterwards, oh, she, something was going on at home, you'd just go. She, you would never have known it because she just was on set, making everyone feel good. Yeah, you do get a fight scene in that episode. You you uh, you karate chop. A villain yeah. and, and pin him to a car. Yeah, he gets a bit rough with you, and you soon sort him out. Yeah, it's it's good. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I'm guessing Twanky was good fun for you all. Uh, <laughs> it is. I can't remember where we filmed it. We went somewhere. I, I yeah, I believe it's South End. Uh, oh, was it? Yeah, I'm sure we were in a hotel. It was the you know we were off on location suddenly. We weren't actually at home. Oh, it was such a laugh. Yeah. When those scenes where we were, there was one episode, I can't remember what it was, where we had to do a nighttime raid and it was in a pub and we had to run up these stairs and I don't know what was going on in there, drugs or something, but we had to do a nighttime raid. And it's when all the regulars were together and you were one of them now, we'd have such a laugh and Twanky was exactly the same. Yeah. yeah. And how about the sort of um, fame side, the sort of public recognition side, did that change for you with the bill and, and how is that to deal with when... Your anonymity yeah. goes away. It was, you know, I mean, I was in it for a brief spell. So I was nothing like Andy and Trudy and Graham and uh, Jeff and Eric, you know, nothing like that. But yeah, when we were shooting, uh, you know, I'd get my autograph asked for on, on wherever we were. And, you know, I'd get recognised in, in restaurants and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. When I had my first kid in at King's College Hospital um, and I had the baby, Afterwards, the midwife said, 
oh, you were on, you're on the bill, you were on the bill, weren't you? And I thought, I'm so glad you're saying that now, <laughs> not while we were in the action of doing the thing. <laughs> I was, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine if she... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you would, it would, I quite enjoyed it because actually... It, I, I wasn't one of the, the the main people, but I was very proud to be to be part of the show. Yeah, I mean, you made just under one hundred episodes, which is you know. It's a, oh, did I? That's yeah, a lot. Yeah, ninety eight. Yeah. Oh. So I mean, it, it's a risk to leave a series, presumably from the from a security point of view. Absolutely, Absolutely. I totally understood before because I was young and a bit foolish. I thought, oh, why would you spend? 20 years in a show you know you should go out there and be all experimental and when I was there I totally understood why you would it's a really lovely thing to do you're you've got your community you you know your work you know what you're aiming for you can get better and better at what you do which is what everybody was trying to do there um but yes I mean I was 28 so I so I came out it was a risk yeah it was a risk how was it when that routine of getting up early in the morning drive to America, when, when that stopped, there must have yeah. been an adjustment period for you. Yeah, but there's an adjustment between every job. You know, if you do a three-week job, a six-month job, a two-year job, there's adjustments. And it's a really strange uh, life being an actor because you, you, you have to give it absolutely everything. You, your, your life is full of that job while you're doing it. And you are available completely to them. Because the film days are long and then you go into makeup. So you're there from five till eight or something in the evening. And it's really, that's your life. And then when you come out, there's the anticlimax and the sort of, oh. And you just think, oh, will I ever work again? Uh, and, and there's the down of the up. But as you get older, you realise, oh, it takes me six weeks. Every job, six weeks. I spend the first half of that going down, thinking, oh, gosh, exhausted. I've given that, okay, absorbing that job. And then the next three weeks, worrying, will I get anything? And then you get something. And then it starts again. And the pandemic has absolutely taught me that this form of life that I live, live and that so many other actors live, all actors live, is, is, uh, is actually how the pandemic feels to normal people. That sort yeah. of oh, lockdown, oh, we're back up. Oh, that's, that is the ups and downs of our job. That's really interesting. And thought of that. Mm. Yeah. When you look at your career, um, I mean, I, I love your show, Rio. I watched that with that, that scene in the casual vacancy with Michael Gambon, and you're tearing into it. I, my wife didn't know what I was watching, you see. She could hear it, but she couldn't see. And her jaw just dropped suddenly listening to this woman be so rude to this man. <laughs> I think she didn't really know what I was. I was like, don't worry, it's Lolita's showreel. <laughs> but that's, that's gold dust when you get a part like that, isn't it? You know, That was an amazing cast and an amazing summer in the Cotswolds. And the, it was a beautiful summer. The sun shone every day and a, a phenomenal cast. And we're all in the same hotel. So it's this community suddenly where you're filming this fabulous story. Um, and we all had really good characters. Yeah, that was a good job. And how how much does the build play a part in your TV career now? Because some people struggle when to to leave that behind. And you know, on it's interesting because on paper it looks like you did three years because you're in the last episode in '96 and the first in '99. Ah, oh, okay. So it's a, a, and in fact, I don't know if you know this, you're on two DVD box set covers. Oh, I didn't know that. How lovely. <laughs> Look at that look. I'm so young. 
<laughs> Someone loves you that much, Lolita. They put you on this when you're only in the last episode of the box set. <laughs> How amazing. Our oh, uniform and CID. Yeah, that's good, isn't it? That's cool. Oh, I look so young. Great. <laughs> so, I mean, does, does it... You know, when when you do theatre, when you do TV, um, you know, presumably you get your resume and like, you know, does 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 the bill? Is it something that people still remember and celebrate, twenty five years on, or or was it something that you? Because you've had a wonderful career and deservedly so, because you are a fantastic actor. Oh, thank you. I'm going to come back. Yeah, I'm going to come back when I'm feeling a bit like, oh, will I work? Again? I'm going to come back and ring you and go. Yeah, please do. Because <laughs> oh, it, it, it's so that's that's the the great thing about your show reel is it's so versatile and it's it's that versatility which uh, not everyone gets to show off in their career, do they? You know, some some actors don't get those opportunities. Um, no. No, it's it's exactly that. I mean, it is graft and everything, but it is opportunity and luck. Mm. And who whoever has control of opportunity and luck, nobody. Yeah. Uh, so where does the bill rank for you in your career? I think it was really important for me actually because I entered this um, institution. I still remember, like very early on, there was an episode. Uh, very early on, when I joined, there was an episode where all the red all the regulars were in the squad cars and we had to turn up in a sort of semicircle to raid somewhere. And Eric was there and it was the usual, everybody go out and he'd go, 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 go. And we all went in and I couldn't believe, I felt like I'd walked into the television. I thought, oh my God, there's Cole, there's Andy Paul. There's Eric. You know, I just, I couldn't believe it. We were all there and I was one of them. Yeah. And the, I learned so much from all of it, from the technical, from the, cameramen and the sound how to how to how to play how to play in front of the camera how to play with other people um and, and and these endless scripts it was a total education i mean what's interesting is people always go oh you were on the bill everyone was on the bill and i think yeah yeah we were <laughs> and how lucky is that what a great piece of uh telly to have behind me so i'm i'm thrilled with it and i'm thrilled i've got mates from it because it's uh it was important, yeah. And I got married. I got married at the end of uh, my time there. So it was really significant. And then Adrian was in a big film in Hollywood called Primary Colours at, at the tail end of me leaving. So there were quite a lot of life shifts that I got to share with them, um, which was lucky for me. And what's the big... I mean, you, you're constantly creating and, and I'm, I'm sure for for every production we've heard about that you've made so far there's an equal amount that either haven't got made yet or you've not got off the ground so is there one that you'd that you've not had produced yet or you've not starred in yet that you'd really love to be talking about one day is is there one that's really special to you that you'd love to get off the ground the writing's really taken off and so i've got quite a lot of projects that I'm uh, involved in now. Um, but I always, Red Velvet, the film, Red Velvet has been with me since 98. End of the bill, I began researching Red Velvet. The film, I wanted to write the film first and then I couldn't, it was too big. So then I wrote the play and then it took seven years to get the play on. Uh, and then the film has taken a few years to get the interest and, you know, if I can see that film made, that will be um, 
amazing. That was really, really pleasing. To see that on the big screen, it's what I imagined at the end of the day. Oh, wow. Oh, I really <laughs> hope that that happens. And uh, we, we shall all be, whether, whether we're watching it from the comfort of our homes, paying to stream it, or whether we ever get back into a cinema to see it on the big screen, yeah. I yeah. really hope that happens for you. Thank you. Good, good things happen to good people, so I believe it will. Oh, thank you very much. And to finish, how what does it mean to you that 25 years on, uh, which is a long time, isn't it? Um, people are still discovering your... I mean, your, your area is just starting now on UK TV play of the bill. Is it? Yeah. Oh. They, call it, they call it the, 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 the bill, classic bill. And uh, you, you, you and Eric are currently the cover picture on UK TV play oh, advertising for bill. What does it mean to you that people are still discovering your work from back then and enjoying it and uh, all over the world? I mean, you, you're probably aware of the enormous affection for the bill in Australia. And, and you know, it's, it's what does that mean to you that people are still enjoying Jamila Blake all these years on? Funny, isn't it? Like you say, <laughs> 25, 26 years in between. Um, who was I then? Uh, <laughs> uh, I think it's great. It was good telly, wasn't it? And I think that people would take it for granted as you do when something's good and it's been long running and successful. I think it's lovely. It's a real privilege that people are still watching it and that there's a desire to watch it. And that it's classic TV. Oh my God, am I that old? <laughs> <laughs> I'm classic TV. <laughs> How did that happen? Well, uh, I don't know. Well, I do know that you're a legend and I'm very grateful to you for doing this. <laughs> Oh, thank you. It's been lovely chatting to you. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Lalita Chakrabarty, ladies and gents. Raise the roof wherever you're listening to this. <laughs> Hero, legend. Thank you so much for doing it. I am beyond grateful. I really am. Oh, pleasure. Lovely chat and lovely to remember. Because you're just sort of running through other jobs and trying to find your way, aren't you? And then actually as we're talking about specific episodes, I could remember. Lovely. Hello, this is Ben Payton, and you have been listening to The Bill Podcast. Produced and presented by Oliver Crocker. Co-produced by Alana Dewar, Dan Evans, Sarah Kuyper, and Alex Mockler. Executive produced by Glenn Allen, Ben Ashmore, Chris Booth, Daniel Christopher, Andrew Dyack, Paul Dunn, George Fairbrother, Stuart Gibbon, Erin Gordon, Luke Hegarty, Edward Kellett, James Ladane. Stuart and Jen Morris, Claire Norbury, Justin Pitt, Tom Sherrington, Patrick Stratford, Sarah Went, and Michael Weil. Brought to you in association with georgefairbrother.com and Misty Moon Events. If you're interested in reading about the making of the first three series of The Bill, signed copies of Oliver Crocker's book, Witness Statements, are available from devonfirebooks.com. <laughs>